Bam 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 Welcome back, everybody. It's Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. That's Misty Stennett. That's Lisa Linky. And we are here to help you along your self-help journey or to help you avoid terrible books along your self-help journey. Thank you so much. Each week, well, I'm caught in my own trap again. (laughs) Each week, we read and review... I'm caught in a trap of my uh, own making. Really quickly, before I do the full intro plug, uh, we haven't recorded in a hot minute, yeah. and I am so I'm like a small dog, very excited. Its owner you came do home have a lot of Lisa. you do have a lot of energy, I but you I love so it. So much, I and I'm too. so excited and grateful to be sitting across from you. I know I am too. It's really it's nice to be back. It feels like we're hey. back in the warm conclave of conclave cocoon, um, even of Fairfax Village Studio. Thank you so much. So okay. each week. We read and review a, a popular, popular self-help, self-help book. book. We give you the highs, the lows. The it's tips, funny. It's brilliant. You love us. We get also, it. Also, it's a dumpster garbage fire. Avoid it. Yeah. Right? So, so that's full frontal Fridays. That's right. But, but what this, happens? This is a Tuesday, and it's our weekly biff. Wow. Yeah. Oh, very nice cow. Was it? That was it a went, beautiful. I coup. feel like it went off kilter at a the coup. end. A moo um, coup. And here's where we supplement. It's the lab to your lecture. It's the homework <laughs> to your study. Um, anyway, it's, it's where the we ghosting to your dating <laughs> life. It's you happens. get it. Maybe we have um, special guests. Maybe we do trivia. Maybe we read articles. Maybe we just. <laughs> chat maybe we have a je provoke and honestly the pressure's on because we can critique other people's work all day long but weekly beefs aka minisodes are our time to shine it's of our own or creation shrivel and we do a lot of shine riveling thank you uh, thank so you just as a fyi we cuss that's why the e is there the explicit so if that's too too much for you too fucking bad Look, too fucking bad self-help is hardcore. It's listen, it's a fucking beast. For our long time, it's a weekly beast. It's for our <laughs> I got Lisa. so adorable. <laughs> anyway, we're here yeah. doing this work so you don't have to or you can start to and we're here with you on your journey. Yeah, also as a numbing technique. Put us on, drown out your real feelings, yeah. and, and pretend that you're doing something to improve your life. But really, you're just sitting there eating Cheetos, listening to a podcast. Thank you. Misty? If you're joining in for the first time and you were looking for a book review, go above or below this episode. <laughs> and if you're um, back, welcome back. Uh, and um, I guess what I just want to say is it's super fun. We've been doing this for over a year now. Yeah. It's amazing. For for like a year and 20% of another year. Yeah. And for just us, we've been like doing it for quite some time. So I'm just very, very proud of us. I'm really proud of us. This is also, uh, I think, like our 116th episode. Because we're badass. Because we badass. Uh, Misty, I know that there is no homework because that last book was a literal toxic masculinity garbage fire. You know, I think I said this to you on the way here tonight. The more I sit with the information and can't hurt me, 
the it did wildly hurt you. popular. It did hurt you. Yes, and you've called it Can't Help Me a couple of times, which is hilarious. Is that the name of our first self-help book? Thank you. Can't Help Me. You know what? I'm going to rename his book Can't Hurt Me too. You can't do a goddamn thing for me <laughs> no. because that book is so bad. Honestly, it should be called I'm Hurting Myself. <laughs> <laughs> please, please put down this book. Just touching it will hurt you. You were kind enough not to assign me any homework well, from what, that What can I assign you? Go through Navy SEALs Hell Week three times? Times, run an ultra marathon with no training, eating just just wheat crackers. So I want to say thank you, but before we jump into <laughs> um, your, uh, you have an article for us today. I do. I want to mention that we are popular. Oh, pop- I know you, about popular. Moving on. There you go. Um, are you familiar with Four Be the Things podcast? <gasps> Yes. It's a podcast by two women, brilliant women, and each week they cover like four things. There's like art and um, a little bit of like kind of nurturing and then like something they're watching or listening to. And we made their end of the year um, favorites. I know. I know. It's very exciting. And uh, when we got the news and we listened, I was just so tickled. I know. And they're kind of along our same genre. It's two friends and they have a lovely rapport when they chat. Yeah. And what's cool I like uh, is that they will try out a new skincare product mm-hmm. and then talk talk about it yeah. and how much it costs and like how that how it worked or didn't work. Yeah. So that you know, they're doing for like skin products and other TV shows and whatnot, what we do for self-help. <laughs> yeah. And what I like about their podcast is the breadth of things they cover. Yeah. Like you can hear a little bit about a lot of things. Yes. When you tune in. And they were just so sweet to include us. I was so grateful as I know you were too. So I, if you guys want to hear something along the same tone or tenor, but a little bit different and covering some things that may not stir up some triggering emotions, <laughs> <laughs> check out For Be The Things podcast and, um, we just were so grateful to be included. Yeah, in that. and if you want to be triggered, stay here. Stay, stay here. with us. Stay with us. Uh, okay, so everyone, all genders, and you guys, um, Valentine's Day yeah. is this week. I don't acknowledge it. I don't yeah. acknowledge it. A, a fake patriarchal holiday. A hundred percent. And I, you know, I'm currently single. Mm-hmm. I was in a long-term relationship for an almost LTR. a deck in LTR. Mm-hmm. You get it, TLDR, LTR, and <laughs> Lisa was taking us for my water. mom. TLDR is typically written as capital T, capital L, semicolon, capital D, capital R, and it means too long. Didn't don't read, read. or de- de- didn't read. Yeah, mm-hmm. if it's too long, didn't read. Here's the one log line. LTR right. means long-term right. relationship, and it doesn't matter. What scenario I find my personal life in, I hate and resent Valentine's Day because it makes me, even if I don't want to be thinking about it or like actively I'm trying to not think about it, like it seems like maybe you're doing, it's mental load, it's effort, and you're sort of forced, even if momentarily, mm-hmm. to take stock of your love life or your personal life. And it's very heteronormative. Yeah. If you, when you are, here's, try this yeah. on for size. Yeah. When you are confronted with little red cherubs, butt-ass naked cherubs. Babies. Um, just remind yourself that this is solely a marketing ploy. Yes. Designed to make you feel less than. 
Yep. Even no matter what your and relationship I, status I is, say, and that you need to buy something to make up for it. Yeah, and I gotta say, it's working. They are making me feel less than. Okay. Well, my sister, you have nothing to feel less than about because you're a Thank whole you. person and you're I wonderful. I am a whole person. Mm-hmm. Yep. And sometimes I like to buy myself flowers on like a random Saturday. And it's not a Valentine's Day. No. Thank you. And I, there's no flower or chocolate that would make a relationship better. Thank you. Listen, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, my God, what do I get my partner for Valentine's Day? Book a couple's therapy appointment. Just evaluate. A month ago. A month ago. <laughs> Build a time machine. Go back a few years. Book a therapy make appointment. Better choices, make better choices. Communicate better. Mm-hmm. And maybe pick a better partner. Okay, so anyway, I bring you today on this Huckleberth, uh, I bring you the article titled, Cuffing season has officially begun. Misty, this is not, this is a family friendly podcast aside from our cussing. What uh-huh. is cuffing? Oh, I'll tell you in is a it, second. Is it too dirty for my ears? You know, I'm very pristine. Your ears are covered in terrifying um, vitriol. No, vitriol? Yeah. Is that what I'm looking for? Does that work? No. What I'm trying to say is you're so dirty. Oh. Then tell me. <laughs> so, we're going by Lisa's ears is a low bar. Right. Just kidding. All what right. I mean is you're funny and fierce, and I feel like you've heard way worse things in the comedy world. Oh, for sure. But cuffing sounds like sounding or... What sounding? Well, we cannot talk about that on this podcast. <laughs> Sam, do you know what sounding is? No. Oh. oh. That's for after. Stand by. We're going to have an off-mic conversation. Okay. So this is written by Melissa. Hold on. I just oh told them what sounding was. Oh my god, Lisa just okay. Lisa just is told cuffing me what, anything like this? No. Okay, great. Then let's hear Lisa it. Lisa just told us what. Oh, what sounding is? Why would it? Why? How? Talk to me about your article. <sighs> Don't Google it. Don't do it. Don't Google it. And I'm not going to talk about it. And we're never going to talk about it again. <laughs> so. Until someone writes a self help book about it. Oh my god. This. No one's. No. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. This, I missed you. This article is written by Melissa Fabello, PhD, who is a social justice activist whose work focuses on body politics, beauty culture, and eating disorders. Yes. So this is from uh, greatest.com. Okay. Cuffing season has officially. Begun, And this is on October 3rd, 2019, but it feels so relevant for the winter and Valentine's Day. I'm here for it. Okay. Dear New Romantics, mm-hmm. it's officially October. I'm sure by now you're craving stereotypical, oh, stereotypically fall things. Warm beverages, new ankle boots, the mm. satisfying crunch of a fallen leaf underfoot. Crunch, 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 crunch. <laughs> Love you so much. And as you drift into autumnal bliss, you may also find your mind floating toward the desire for someone to hold hands and cuddle with, the dream of someone to make hot chocolate for on an imminent snow day, even if the romance fizzles out by spring. (laughs) If you're craving physical intimacy along with apple cider donuts right now, you're not alone. That's right. It's cuffing season. This, uh, cuffing sounds like when you hit someone up on the side of their ears. I'm going to cuff close, you. Close, but in an emotional way. Okay. Cuffing season is so called because it describes the desire to be tied down or cuffed that often arises in the cold winter months. So you like cuff yourself to someone. Does Jesus, that make sense? No, I want to run away. That's right. Uh, when I heard this was a thing, I was like, what? Because suddenly, you know, it's like. Is it a thing? It's a thing. 
It's a thing. Is it a it thing? It is a thing. According to Urban Dictionary. Okay. The, well, where the term first popped up in 2011, the cold weather and prolonged indoor activity causes you to become lonely. Even if commitment isn't usually your cup of tea, you might feel a yearning for romantic connection this time of year. It makes sense that we would actively seek out intimacy and connection during these times, says Jamie J. LeClaire. I just a, make soup. Th- there's that, too. And do you ever get in the pot of soup? Because that sounds good. I don't make it in my bathtub. Anyway, uh, Jamie J. LeClaire is a sex educator who specializes in touch. Studies have even consistently revealed that during colder months, people experience a significant rise in testosterone levels, Mm -hmm. making them more likely to desire the company of a sexual or romantic partner. Come here. Yep. Cuffing a partner to get us through winter is evolutionary. Wanting physical contact is a built-in survival instinct, and winter is a notoriously dangerous time as far as survival goes. I just get blankets. Oh, yeah. Oh, and a weighted blanket. And I wear Fijis. Do you know what Fijis are? This sounds like hoodie footies. Yes! Footie pajamas. They're the greatest thing ever, but they have escape hatches. Okay. (laughs) And they're just sweatpants with feet, but the feet have little escape hatches so you can... Take your feet out if they get hot. How is this different from socks? Because it's all one piece. I hate socks. (laughs) How is it different from socks? You're going to see my Fijis and you're going to be amazed. Fijis, if you want to sponsor us, I am here for it. We say, look, we'll take any sponsor. Anyway, so it's freezing to the point that people can and do die from exposure. Not anymore. It's dark. Well, they do. Some people do. Yeah, if they're homeless. Yeah, or like, least, what if you're living in like a rural place or Alaska or camping? Why would anyone go camping? So it's dark. <laughs> really makes my dating life hard. Everyone's like, I just want a girl who loves the outdoors. And I'm like, does I'll be inside. Does everybody remember Misty's rant on camping <laughs> when she was talking about being on um, dating like sites? Like honest dating profile? Oh, my God. Okay, great. It's, it's epic. Go back to it. I maintain... No man knows how to neatly fold a fitted sheet, and none of us need spider catchers, and The Office is not the best TV show to ever be made, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off is not your ideal fake sick day. So every, everything's fine. So food is scarce, which becomes evident in December when you can't even look at squash anymore. And it's lonely as we pull back from social engagements to hole up in our introversion. So, of course, what we crave this time of year is someone to cuddle with under blankets, sharing takeout while marathoning the latest true crime series on Netflix. This seems a little flimsy. Uh, well, she's, I mean, she quotes a few more things, and she does have a PhD. Well, we're going to get to good stuff in a second. All right. Uh, By providing the warmth of a body next to, or under, or on top of us, the safety we feel in being nurtured through touch and the consistent socializing that commitment offers, cuffing literally helps us survive winter. Does she not have a cat? Uh, She talks about her cats in a second. Okay, good. (laughs) But... Amazing. But this can still be confusing for folks who generally prefer to stay single or to have casual sex partners. Does the does the inclination to cuff mean you suddenly want a forever boo? Maybe not, because for you, the season might be less about commitment and more about getting consistent sensual contact. Uh-huh. And it's your increased skin hunger that alerts you it's cuffing time. Uh-huh. Like our sex drives, our levels of skin hunger vary. Some of us need a lot of sensual touch, like hugging, massaging, and holding hands, and some of us prefer very little. Uh I often joke that my two cats, one of whom needs to sit in your lap all day while the other is much more independent, are the perfect representation of the skin hunger spectrum and the way needs vary from person to person and moment to moment. Uh And my favorite thing about the phrase skin hunger is that it allows us to view our desire for sensual touch as a separate, unique experience. I'm going to call it skunger. 
I love it. So here's Skunger defined. Okay. Skin, by Urban Dictionary. Nope. By her and her PhD. Mm-hmm. Anybody with a PhD should not use the word boo. I know. I know. It article. feels like that's an editor being like, we're going we're gonna to millennial this greatest. up a bit. Skin hunger describes the extent to which you crave sensual touch. In the fall, as your body is biological, biologically preparing for the cold, you may be more drawn to cuddling than usual. This phrase has played a huge role in my life, both because I wrote my doctoral dissertation on it and because it gives language to an experience that previously went unnamed for me. Okay. Leclerc okay. explains, okay. humans aren't the best at being able to identify the sources of our feelings and desires. It's easy to confuse our need for nurturing touch with an explicit desire for sexual or romantic touch that is maybe sometimes when you think you want a bj what you really need is a fucking hug okay just hear me out yep my name is what's her name julia by uh, melissa melissa whatever uh, my name is fill in the blank mm-hmm. i have a phd melissa. in yes. sensual touch yep and um I have so many student loans, I cannot pay them off. And yes. guess what? There's not a lot of work yep. for PhDs in sensual yes. touch. Yes. And <laughs> I have a PhD in my, sensual touch. I'm, thank you. I'm hot. <laughs> they call me Dr. Fingers. No, um, no. I'm, I hate it so much. <laughs> I'm hawking my expertise on shitty blogs to make money 300 bucks at a time and putting words like boo and BJ and BJ. Listen. And you know what I say, honey? Do it. We say do it, get it, survive that winter. (laughs) So understanding... Understanding the distinction between skin hunger, our desire for touch nurturance, and sex drive, our desire for sexual activity, is important and can help us unpack how cuffing season sneaks up on us, especially if you've ever found yourself unsatisfied when your sexuality needs are met. Touch nurturance, the safety and security you build from consistent positive physical interaction, is often connected to infants. Duh, babies need to be snuggled to thrive. I know. I know. (laughs) Entire developmental theories are built on this basic understanding. Once we reach a certain age and we're no longer getting consistent touch nurturance from a parent or caregiver, non-sexual touch often becomes deprioritized. She's not even a millennial. She's just out of her program. So she's a Gen Y, I'm going to say. How do you know she's just out of her program? Because she got bills to pay. (laughs) Oh, my God. But as an adult, you need touch nurturance to feel safe, too. When a friend rubs your back as you're crying, Don't you feel soothed? That's because touch lowers cortisol, the hormone associated with stress, and triggers the release of oxytocin, the hormone involved in psychological processes like, oh, excuse me, physiological processes Uh like reproduction and orgasm, childbirth and breastfeeding, and yes, interpersonal bonding. And while the myth that the release of oxytocin during sex turns women obsessively clingy is sexist nonsense, it is true that oxytocin plays a lead role in feelings of trust and emotional closeness. An oxytocin experience brings people closer together both emotionally and neurobiologically. And these feelings of trust, devotion, and comfort and vulnerability are directly related to our ability to survive both as individuals and as a species. In the cold winter months. Mm-hmm. When I used to go to the zoo, my favorite animals to watch were the monkeys. Whether they're gorillas, chimpanzees, or orangutans, I've always been stunned by how human-like their behavior is, uh, or how monkey-like ours is, and how much they demonstrate constant touch, at least We may not have fur for our loved ones to regularly pick through in search of vermin, but how do you... (laughs) Lisa took her glasses off. (laughs) 
<laughs> but how do you think we developed a fondness for having our hair played with? Touch, Because <laughs> we have nerve endings on our scalp. <laughs> exactly, Lisa. Okay, I see it. Touch see means it. closeness, and closeness means safety. Before you start your cuffing roster... If you find yourself obsessively swiping right and left and up, I guess, but who actually uses super likes, scrambling to find a cold weather cuddle buddy, you're not alone. But it is worth sitting with what you're looking for exactly and figuring out how to make sure everyone's needs are met. And this is the part I really love. Okay. So ask yourself. Is your body craving sensual touch or sexual activity or both? Give yourself time to marinate in the fact that these two needs are separate. Go to a massage parlor, ask for a happy ending. That's it. Or don't and save some money. Thank you. Consider how each can be met and which one you're more drawn to. Just jerk off. Yes. That is but that Does this woman not have a womanizer and a cat and a pot of soup? What and is a, a, a womanizer? Oh my God. I know what I'm getting you next Christmas. <laughs> It's called a woman. It's the dad. worst name, and we'll and, keep going. and keep the going. best gift. Okay, keep going. How will you communicate your needs to a potential partner? How might you compromise to make sure they're happy too? As always, keep in mind that you're not the only person in this equation, and it's unlikely that a perfect perfect match is out there. What are your non-negotiables? Where is their wiggle room? Are you prepared to reevaluate the relationship when spring blossoms into view? Oh, so cu- the whole point is like as soon as it gets warmer outside, a lot of these cuffing season relationships break up. Sure. Um, if you go into your search knowing you want a short-term relationship, that's fine. But you should also go in with the expectation that you'll have conversations about the longevity of the relationship as time goes on. And if you're unable to secure a cuffing partner before the first blizzard strikes, how else can you get your needs met? For example, cuddling animal companions also releases oxytocin. And LeClaire knows that booking yourself a massage or even attending a cuddle party can also help. I was going to say cuddle party. That I Those make me laugh in theory, and then I think they'd be so weird. There's that also that documentary, I think it's on Netflix, called Tickle or something like oh, that. Oh, that's so weird. It's that's creeps. such a weird it's one. Creepsy. And it all goes back to this one guy who's yeah. just blackmailing everybody. Yeah. Touch, plain and simple, is a human need, and one we may feel more intensely as our bodies prepare for the brutality of winter. So your sudden desire to cuff and be cuffed? totally legit. But we still owe it to our partners and ourselves to form thoughtful, respectful, accountable relationships, even if they'll be over in six months. Cuff me, baby. Um, my friend Yvette used to say that you need uh, you need eight meaningful touches a day, even if you like touch a plant. Oh, why eight? Oh, I love that read. idea, but why eight? Because some asshole wrote an article who had a PhD. And <laughs> Lisa said is that's gesturing to my laptop. Um, hey, thanks for telling us about cuffing season. Sure. I think what I really, uh, my big takeaways for this article, mm-hmm. tone aside, is that sensual touch is a different human and or bodily need than sexual touch. For sure. Which I think is is, is hard to disentangle if and, you're not aware. And... Well, just touch in general is its mm-hmm. own thing, and then yes. there are subcategories of touch. Yes. Some people yes. like to be slapped. Just kidding. Yes. Um, also, I would just really like to take away that, you know, animals need homes, too, in the winter. Yes. And why don't you cuff a kitty? Cuff a kitty. Cuff a pup. Cuff, cuff a guinea pig. Cuff a bunny. Oh, a bunny. Big floppy bunny. A cuffy bunny. Oh. oh. Cuffy bunny. I can, like, feel how floppy it is. Oh, yeah. just here. And I'm watching a bunny it. eat food. My favorite videos on Instagram are bunnies when they give them, like, raspberries and they look like they've just murdered someone. Because <laughs> their lips and, and mouth are just, like, blood red. That's so funny. Um, my last thing I'll say is that yeah. there's a big wave right now on TikTok of men who have heard that test- testes also have taste buds. What? 
which they have some sense of taste buds, which is how they determine which sperm are functioning, which aren't. Um, but if that they put their testicles in soy sauce, they will be able to taste it. Now, if they would have just looked for two minutes further, they would see that what the sensory receptors that they're talking about are on the inside of their scrotum. So there's all of these men on TikTok. It's out of frame, so it meets their community standards. Dipping their balls in I soy can't. sauce and trying to see if they can taste it in their mouth. And I say, you're fucking idiots. What is going on with the internet? The internet is going to kill us. It's, it's going to kill, kill us all. all. And also, ASMR of dogs eating watermelon is my favorite thing. Yeah, I got to get you on bunnies on fruit. It's great. Bunnies and fruit. <laughs> um, and then the, my my last big takeaway from this is like, oh, yeah, even if you know it's this short-term, yeah. convenient relationship to treat someone else with, with respect. respect and set up your own boundaries and respect theirs, I, th- I think that's a really wonderful way of looking at it. Yeah, or so, just to understand maybe that's what's happening with them for yeah. you. Oh, yeah. So uh, happy upcoming Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy cuffing, everybody. Happy cuffing, everybody. And with that, life life is is abundant. No. (laughs) Goodbye. Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less, was produced by Misty Stinnett, Lisa Linky, and Matt Sav. Our theme song was also written by Matt Sav. He's amazing. <laughs> do you want to get in touch? You do. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And you know, you can also find us on the social medias, Instagram at gohelpyourselfpodcast, Twitter at podcast, or check out our website, gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. And if you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes to help other people discover our show. It's really the least you can do. And why don't you tell all of your friends? Bye! Bye.